This podcast is intended for adult audiences only and contains explicit language in spicy situations. And we do not replace any advice of professionals and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not reflect our own. Welcome to the Pineapple Express podcast. And I'm your host, Kylie, a.k.a. Sexy Swinger Chick. And I'm Brad, a.k.a. Brad the Space Cadet. Journey with us as we navigate an ethical non-monogamy, sex positivity, sex work, and relationship advice as millennial swingers. Explore with us as we share some of our upside-down pineapple ventures with you. All All aboard aboard the the Pineapple Pineapple Express. Express. Hello, my pineapple friends. I know you missed us, haven't you? It's been a while. And we haven't done a podcast together in a while either. Like, uh, it's just so difficult. But you know what, you guys? We're working on it. Um, Been going through some things. I got sober in the past couple of weeks. um, Completely sober off of alcohol. So... Kind of, yeah, we've been we're dealing with some stuff. So, um, and we'll talk more about that uh, in this podcast in the next one. But we're not going to do an intro. We're going to try to keep the podcast a little bit, like, especially these ones, like, to keep everyone's attention, like, not as much yeah. info. So, uh, right now, we'll tell you we're going to be, our next event is going to be at Secrets, September 21st through the 24th. And then our event after that is going to be the Halloween Freak Show. Uh, that's going to be in Blue Ash, Ohio. Those tickets go on sale pretty soon. Um, and from what Melissa has told me from Play Champagne, she said that they sell out super quick. So that's a ho- hotel takeover in Blue Ash, Ohio, um, which is like near Columbus. And we were not going to be at the Swinger Society one in Nashville. Um, but if you want to get tickets for that, if you're in the Nashville area or surrounding or you want to go to a Swinger Society event, uh, they're doing one the same weekend. It's not a hotel takeover, though. It's a club takeover of the Red Room. Um, so, yeah. And then kind of some big news that I haven't actually um, – I didn't really want to – I didn't know how to approach it, right? So I applied to be on the Playboy Bunny platform um, back in April. And I didn't really tell anyone. I just kind of did it. I'm like, there's – no fucking way that they're going to choose this 32-year-old, like, natural-boobed, dreaded chick. I'm like, there's no way they're going to choose me. I'm too alternative. I look too different. And I get the email. Well, Lacey had uh, – so Lacey from the Swing Nation podcast had messaged me and, and everybody. We have a group chat on Snapchat. And she was like, yeah, um, I got the Playboy Bunny. Um, I got Playboy Bunny. And so I looked into my emails and I was like, oh, they, they approved me a couple of weeks ago. That's weird. Um, and then I think Ashley from that hot, hot couple, Georgia. And then I think who else got approved? One of the other girls, um, Nicole, uh, she was on the podcast, uh, TN uh, gal, Nicole, um, she also got approved, which is super awesome. So uh, Swinger Society's taking over that platform, but it's very similar to like an OnlyFans platform. I haven't really done anything with it. That's my goal for this week is to like work on that and work on my OnlyFans. Um, because now that I'm sober, I'm going to be able to do that. And also I did want to let everyone know that we have a 75 soft group on uh, Telegram. 75 soft is like a workout thing that we're going to do. 
uh, work out, eat good, share recipes, uh, accountability. So if you want to get involved with that, uh, I'm going to post a link on the podcast, uh, the show notes here and, uh, join that with us. And we're going to do some naughty gym workouts. So we're getting back to being healthy, uh, because that's the best way to live. Right, baby. Yeah. How do you feel? You're going to join 75 soft with us? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So we're the first episode, this is going to be in two parts. Uh, we spent 10 days in new Orleans. Um, the first part of this is going to be Colette's and our review of Colette's in new Orleans. Um, and me dancing on bourbon street and my, uh, we're going to add a little bit of sex work into this. Um, so yeah, I'm, we're super excited to share it with you guys and we hope you enjoy it. Okay, so you're wondering how to get to a Swinger Society event to party with some of the hottest names in TikTok, OnlyFans, and social media? Well, head on over to theswingersociety.net and create a free profile, purchase exclusive memberships, and also see what other hot couples are going to the events. The Swinger Society is an inclusive event group, and they offer premium lifestyle events that you won't find anywhere else. We have a Discord with over 22,000 members, and we have a Facebook group as well. Head on over to swingersociety.net and join the fastest growing inclusive lifestyle community. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50 state network of physicians who are lifestyle friendly. Use coupon code CHIC, that's C-H-I-C, for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. Hey, Upside Down Pineapple people. Join the millions of couples enjoying amazing sex with Promescent. I personally love their variety of products they offer, and their aloe-based lube is the only lube I've ever used that doesn't throw off my pH. Brad loves their delay spray, which is clinically proven to help men last longer in bed. Their products have a 60-day money-back guarantee and free shipping on orders in the U.S. over $10. Their shipping is discreet and private, which is perfect for us in the swinger lifestyle. Make sure that you go to www.promescent.com backslash Kylie for all your discreet sexual health needs. My link is in the show notes. Promescent helps you live your best upside down pineapple life. I get asked all the time, how do I get into the non-monogamous lifestyle? And I've got the solution for you. It's the three fun app. It's the best dating app for couples and singles looking to explore open relationships. It's totally millennial friendly, aka it's in the 21st century, you guys. This is finally a dating app for us non-monogamous folks. Who are looking for a unicorn, maybe you're looking for a bull, maybe you're looking for a couple. This is my favorite app and I use it all the time. If you want to find a link to it, just go to www.sexyswingerchick.net and you'll find my link. I hope to see you guys there. Okay, so Friday, June 30th was when we were scheduled to get on the plane. We had the whole day. You worked. Yeah. I did a bunch of stuff to get us ready, uh, and we were going to leave for the airport at 5. And they kept, the plane like kept – well, you, you tell the story. Yeah, so I kept getting text messages over and over from the airline. Um, we'll leave them out for – 
legal reasons. Oh no, I mean we can we can t- we can talk about it. Like we usually fly Spirit. We yeah, never had we problems with, with Spirit before. Southwest this time, um, four times in the hour between five and six, the plane was delayed. It kept getting pushed back another hour, and then another hour, and another hour. So she called the airline, and you know was like, "Hey, by the time." Our flight lands. The other flight we were supposed to be on is gone. And so the lady does whatever she does. She changes our um, reservations for a plane and informs us that we are going to have a layover in St. Louis for, what, 12 hours? Well, when we first called, she let us know that if we continued on the path, because we were supposed to go to Nashville, and if we continued on that path, she was like, you're not going to get there till 9 p.m. Saturday. And we're like, well, fuck, that's when DJ Life of Spice is going on stage yeah. at Colette's. Like, no, we can't do that. So they totally rerouted our flight. Um, and then they were like, well, you guys would have to leave, like, right now. So we were like, fuck, we got to get to the airport. Um, yeah, and- I think we made it. Well, we made it in enough time because we got to eat. We had the Quaker Steak and Lube. Yeah, um, so we ended up having a layover in Chicago and then in St. Louis. And yeah, we uh, get a hotel. We landed at like 2 o'clock in the morning. We went to bed at like 3.30. Um, we got up in the morning and got there to the airport around 11. And then we... We took off around 12 and we got to New Orleans around three. And of course, who was there to pick us up? My best friend, DJ Life of Spice. Oh, that was so amazing. See, we, we don't get to see them as often as I would just want to, I just want to like, we need to buy an RV and we just need to <laughs> just like, drive next to drive them. next to them. Wave to them in the RV like, yeah, let's travel with you. You know, someday we can, one can only dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Uh, yeah. So uh, he picked us up from the airport immediately. Um, I dropped my bags, ran up, picked him up and hugged the shit out of him like I always do. Um, then quick little drive over to the RV park where they are staying because if you've follow them online you see that they are traveling the u.s and uh dj life of spice is hitting all kinds of lifestyle events takeovers anything you name it he's getting his name out there djing and she's doing a lot of the modeling and the content creating uh life of spices so kudos to them i'm really you know i'm really excited to see more of their journey like they're just they're doing the damn thing and it's nobody else is more deserving of being yeah. able to do something like this. So very proud of them. Um, but yeah, so they, they actually, the RV park was actually really nice. It had a pool. Um, yeah, the showers were decent. The showers were nice. Um, so we just, we obviously got there and hugged life of spice. Um, and you know, we're super excited see her we met their animals they have like the sweetest pets um and you'll see them on their lives sometimes but um and they showed us around the rv you know which it's really nice if you've actually mansion (laughs) (laughs) that's an inside joke but um if you've 
seen online like from where they when they started it they they renovated it it looks really yeah, it really looks really nice. good in there it's really nice it's really put together it's clean it's just very very nice so um yeah he was um waiting for me to comment he was like I'm like walking around I'm like you did a pretty good job on the painting he was like I was waiting for you to <laughs> to say something I'm like it's it's not bad I was like I could make it look better. I was like, but for people that don't paint, I was like, and you know, you guys just oh, they did a great job. Did what you guys could do. I was like, it came out really nice. And he was like, I was just waiting for you to tell me that. So we then um, got ready for the club. Um, we picked up some snacks and uh, very early into the trip, we realized that we were in. A very scary place in New Orleans. We didn't realize like where I don't think any of us really realized where we were. And it was like probably one of the worst areas of New Orleans, which is OK. Uh, we saw some sex workers. We saw some crazy stuff at the gas stations, you know, uh, heard a lot of gunshots, heard a lot of gunshots. But you know what? Me and Brad were like, oh, we're from Cleveland. We'll be fine. And it's like, eh, that's yeah. a whole different world. It's it was little sketchy but uh i was fine so we're driving downtown and we get parking and now we so majestic and bb they were basically our hosts for the weekend so we me and um life of spice knew them through i don't well dj life of spice knew him because he's the house dj at colette's so they had been talking and me and life of spice knew him through tiktok live because um he follows us on TikTok and he's like, you know, when you guys come to New Orleans, I'm going to show you around. And he's always been super supportive and, and cool with us. So we finally got to meet them and they bought all these really nice gifts, these New Orleans style gifts for everybody. Like they were just, oh my God, His, they were so welcome. The, the cup that they gave uh, DJ was pretty oh, sweet. Yeah. It's like a, one of the tumbler cups, but it's got uh cassette tapes all the way around it of like any band you can think of from like the 70s and 80s and i think maybe early 90s it was really cool yeah super i mean they were just oh so sweet so they um showed us around the club they gave us a tour um and then you know helped set up so we went to colette's in new orleans which is pretty much right in downtown new orleans yeah you can walk from canal street right over by bourbon where we were mm -hmm. uh staying and it was maybe a 10 minute walk yeah if that i yeah. think it was like seven i think minutes. it was longer the last night uh because <laughs> we went the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> which we should have known better but, but uh, brad's gonna give you a, a i guess a look at the club yeah i'll give you a description of the layout um of course you'll have to go there see it for yourself but very cool building. Uh, so we pull up. We actually drive past it because we're trying to get parking. Uh, we we actually got hooked up through uh, Majestic. He got us the, the parking at the hotel that's like right across the street. And it's just this black building. There's no windows on the first floor. It's just these black doors. No address on it. Um, so... Yeah, park. You so you walk up. There's black doors. You go in. It's the little lobby area. Um, they, uh, you go up. 
give me your ID, your card. Um, for us, we didn't have to do a membership because it was part of the Naughty New Orleans um, like takeover. So it kind of just worked out that way. But, you know, a normal thing, you have to buy a membership. Well, and we knew the DJ uh, and, Maje- you know, because Majestic is staff there. And I may or may not know the owners pretty well. Just saying. Uh, shout out John and Jackie Melfi. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, little small room. Um, and then you, yeah, you go through, uh, do all of your little necessary stuff. They give you a wristband. Um, and there's a doorway you walk through and there's a couple couches immediately when you walk in. Um, let's see. Yeah. One right up against the wall, down the other wall. And then over by this hallway, there's another round couch. Um, they have a long bar or kind of like high top bar for you to sit down. It's more like, I would say like an oval shape. But it's pretty long, and it's right in the middle. No, I'm talking about that that high top that was oh, up against the okay. wall. And then there's a corner couch. And um, and then right across from that corner couch is a big oval Yeah, the big bar. oval bar. Um, you could leave your bottles back there. And if you had like a smaller case of beer... Um, a lot of people brought their own bags. Yeah, a lot of people bring... It seems like a lot of people bring their own bags to the Colette's clubs because that's how Houston was, too, when yeah. I was in Houston. And then uh, passing that is the dance floor uh, with a huge couch in it. They got a, a little stage with a stripper pole, um, and the DJ booth is in the corner. They got really cool lights. They got... A brand new EV sound system in there, which I'm really into audio uh, speakers. So I was like, wow, that's a really nice system. And then uh, men and women's bathroom just past the DJ booth. Um, So that's all of downstairs. Um, It's the main entertainment area, bar, and like lounging. So when you go back towards the front door... You go to the right. Um, there's this little hallway, and there's an elevator kind of tucked in the corner. It can fit, I would say, four people max. It's pretty old. And it's old. Yeah. It's uh, a really, I did write really it old. down, and I, they were like, oh, yeah, we've been stuck in here before. You can just, you know, reset it, and you'll be fine. I'm like, don't tell me this. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help somebody who has claustrophobia. Yeah. I don't I'm a big guy. I don't like being in small spaces and stuck. But the stairs were fun. Um Yeah, there's a huge staircase that goes up to the second floor. I have to duck because the ceiling's low. So and the second floor is where all the playroom areas are. Yeah. So, so give us up. a rundown of the playroom areas. Yes. So up the steps, you make uh, a hard right uh, little hallway, and then you pop out into the main hallway. So we're going to go right first, and then we'll go to the left. So when you pop out to the right, there is another little lounge area. And the hallway that connects to where the elevator is. 
right next to that is one of the coolest rooms I've ever seen. It's like, they call it, I think, the library. Um, it looks like an old English house, like castle inside there. Super tall ceilings, brick walls, and then a giant wooden bookshelf with these vintage couches in there. You guys... It's fucking creepy. Like, you're in <laughs> and it's New really Orleans. dark up there. Like they yeah. use like purple lights and red lights and like blue ones. That so that's all that is lit up. You know, yeah. that's all the lighting you get. Uh, you're in New Orleans. You're in a super old building. Uh, Brad decided it would be a great idea to get engaged to a hippie slash witch lady. And I'm up there. We walk up there, and I'm like, fuck. There's about 50 ghosts up here right now, like, full spirit, you know, like, spirits are just, like, energy. I'm just, like, the energy up here is so much different than any other club I've ever been to. Yeah, and we got our tour when nobody was there. And it was, it was, like, almost I mean, I think there was, like, two or three staff people there. Like, we got in early before they even opened. And I, I have video footage of it as well, uh, which I can, I'll uh, share that on my socials, but it's like, just, it was really, really creepy. Yeah. So connected to the theater room, there's actually a doorway in, in that main hallway, but it was shut for most of the nights we were, uh, we stopped by, but there's a theater room and they have, I think it's six or eight, like love seats in a big screen where they got porn going on. Um, which mind you, this setup was very, very, very similar. And Brad doesn't know this cause he wasn't in Houston, but it was very similar to the Houston setup. Okay. So now we're going to pop back to where the hallway connected to the steps. We went right. That's where the library was. So you turn left and there's another little lounge with a TV and a coffee table. Um, people can hang out right there. Uh, you go down the hallway, and there's one, two, three, four. F- I do believe it's five, uh, maybe four, but it's um, individual rooms, and they use um, the curtain method. Uh, so, kind of like it's, you know, the white curtain is. It's like a sheer white curtain. Yeah. So, like you can you watch can, through it. Yeah. Um, but you're not allowed in. And if the curtain is open, then you're inviting people to come in and play. Consent is 100%. You know, you still have to ask. It's not just a free-for-all. And then there's a black curtain that's behind the white one. And once that one's pulled, they don't want you watching. Don't open it. Even with the white one. If the white one's shut, you can look through it, but do not move it over. Like, that's the rule. So that's... The left side of the hallway. On the right side, there is um, a big glass window. Uh, I do believe it is one-way mirror. So we could see in. The people in there couldn't see out. And there's a giant round bed. And it's basically like the orgy room. Which majestic. So there's two orgy rooms. So the, yes. the one with the, there's that one. And then there's one right behind there. And do you remember what Majestic told us? That one is like the crazier room. So that's the one. If you go in there, you're basically saying like, I'm consenting to whatever. And he said, no one ever uses that room. 
Well, we went back to Colette's three times while we were in New Orleans, and he's totally right about that. Um, honestly, I was a little surprised that that's a thing, knowing, you know, John and Jackie and how and Colette's as a brand and how um, super all about consent they are. I was a little bit just surprised at that, but um, I get it. Yeah, and no one used that one. No, I didn't see anybody. Um, so, yeah, that there's that hallway you turn right and then you can go either right or left to each one of those rooms um right next to that they have uh the women's room and then they have lockers uh you can ask the front desk for a locker or or lock or bring your own lock we she always has locks in her purse from work and then around the bend from that is the men's bathroom and I never used that one, but I was told that there's a shower in there. No, we went and we saw the shower. And... I never walked into the bathroom, though. Oh, you didn't actually? Okay, yeah, there's no, a shower No, and I never used that bathroom upstairs. I Every time I had to go, we were downstairs, so I just used that one. Which I guess a lot of people don't use the shower. Just like every swinger club with a shower, it's cold. It's not. Yeah, like... if you really need to take a shower because, you know, you got squirted on or there was, you know. An accident of some sorts, like, yeah, you can go pop in, use it real quick. Um, they have towels there. Um, uh, they change. I know that they have staff coming through all the time. They change the sheets out on the bed for you. Um, I there, I think there was a process with, like, the pillows or so something. So the pillows, so they have heart pillows, and this is a Colette's brand thing. Um, if, if it's the pillow is in the middle of the bed, and that means that the bed is clean. If it's not, then that means that uh, the pillow or the bed is not clean. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so there is a third floor. Um, it had to be shut down due to... Um, Occupancy. Yeah. Like it was a fire code regulation. Yeah, there, too many people. Yeah, too many people up there. Apparently, it's even bigger uh, than the second floor. Um, I was told that it is now... Um, like an apartment up mm -hmm. there that John and Jackie will use uh, when they come into town. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, the staff told us. So yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, really cool club, dark, um, which is I spooky. like it. Yeah, um, really cool pictures everywhere. I do believe that uh, it's all John's. No, I this so I don't. John is a photographer, and I am curious. That's like, and that's a question I should ask him. Yeah. Okay. All of the in all of the Colettes, they have those same. I don't know if they're the same pictures, but they're similar style of like boudoir, sexy women. And I'm curious if they're John's photos, um, or if they're just random ones, or maybe he got a photographer to take them. But I really like uh the decor in there it's just it's very um it's very much a swingers club you know it's kind of like every swingers club that we've been to you know with the decor and just you know like the leather modern couches and the very fancy you know it's like i i really like like the black walls and the colored lights over you know white lights here and there it was very dark um, kind of felt a little gothic to me, which is right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked 
this specifics. Uh, you know, they made it very New Orleans style. So um, we, so DJ Life of Spice starts his set. So uh, we get there and we're, you know, we're dancing and I'm, me and uh, Life of Spice are taking sexy pictures and we're playing on the stripper pole and everybody kind of starts filing in and, um, you know, I think it was a lot of regulars that night, like a lot, you know, like a lot of regular, uh, you know, from the area people. Uh, we saw a couple of couples that we wanted to talk to um, because we really like me and Brad really like branching out when we go to new clubs like we want to meet new people um, and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. So we were dancing and, and um, having a lot of fun and um you know, we, we go outside and we go back in and I kind of just had a little bit of like a meltdown cause it was my first, um, swingers event sober. And I like go in the bathroom and I'm like, girl, get it together. I'm like crying, I'm like, get it together. You're going to be okay. You're going to, cause I'm, I was scared to talk to people. Like I couldn't talk to people. Um, but once I got over that hump, then I was fine. Um, but yeah, we didn't, I mean, we met some people, but we didn't end up swapping with anyone. We just didn't really find any connections with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. It was all in all still a good experience. I mean, you never set expectations to go to the club, uh, which is, you know, one of the things that we preach, don't set any expectations. We still had a great time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we upstairs. got to watch, you know, DJ Life of Sight. Life of Spice play, and then after him, um, Majestic, he set up, he played music. Yeah, and there was a lot going on upstairs. Like, we ended up at the end of the night getting to be a little bit voyeuristic. And, see, I mean, there was, like, a lot of orgies. A lot, every room was filled with people. That hallway was packed. It was so <laughs> hot. We had to get, we, we had to end up leaving, like, around one thirty because it was just so freaking hot. So I'm going to give my review of Colette's in New Orleans and I want you to give your review. So I'm going to give them a seven out of 10. Um, and this is why I didn't care for the stairs. Uh, it was, there was a lot of stairs. I really, <laughs> I, I would love for the elevator to maybe be a little bit safer. I don't to where like people could use it or where it's open to the public. Cause from my understanding, only staff is allowed to use it. No, anybody could use it. Really? Because mm -hmm. at one time when I tried to use it, they were like staff only. Oh, yeah. No, I I watched several couples oh, really? use it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I wish it was more people. I don't know. It's it maybe fix it up a little bit to where people feel safer on it. Because yeah, it it's old and creaky and scary. Um, and then again, no food, man. What's up yeah. with the no food thing? <laughs> yeah. She gets hungry. I get hungry. She got a little tiny belly. So I get hungry, man. Um, and then I know that they have old pipes and I know it's an old building. So I'm giving them a little bit of grace for this. But the upstairs bathroom and the bathroom, um, yeah, they had signs in the guy's bathroom saying, like, no flushable wipes, no tampons, yeah, no pads. Yeah, which I get, but they were just not clean, and um, it just, I, I, I live for a clean, when you're in that kind of environment, I live for a clean bathroom. Um, that Those are my only, 
my only stipulations. I hope that I'm not being too harsh about that, but it's just like that. I really strive for a clean and I know that they can't, you know, staff can't always be there to clean it, but like maybe that's a people thing. Maybe people need to be a little bit gentler in the bathrooms as well. And like, maybe not get yeah, super. Dude, it's, it's not hard <laughs> to hit the giant. Well, this bowl. was the women's bathroom. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I did. Yeah. The guy's bathroom, um, you know, yeah, it was old. It was decent in there. Um, but it's an old building, so I give them grace. There's one other thing that I'm going to say about the club. And I hope that nobody gets offended, but I'm very unfiltered. Yeah, so the people there, a lot of the people there were really fucked up. Like, they were beyond fucked up to where, like, they could yeah, not Yeah, that consent. first night there... They um, were they not were the like, not the the other two nights that we popped in. People weren't, you know, hammered like that. But there was definitely a group of people there that were three sheets to the wind. I don't know how they were standing up because within the first hour of them being there, they were drunk as hell. I mean, I don't know if it was just drunk. I don't know what they were doing. But but like, that's got nothing to do with the club that doesn't have itself. Anything to do with the it's club, just right. you know people drinking to excess and you know you're now you're newly sober so normally you've had you know drinks in your system you kind of ignore that i didn't drink most of that week Mm -hmm. too just you know i wanted to support you i didn't want to be you know putting it in your face the whole time we were there so um i agree with you on all of that um, I will, I'll give them a seven and a half. The only thing that I could add to it is they have that great new sound system, but it's all kept over in the dance floor area and it's really loud over there. You can't talk over it. I think if they were to move two of the speakers that are up on the wall down further by the bar, uh, it would it would help with talking and mm-hmm. i think it would also draw people more to the dance floor uh cuz it was really really loud which i like super loud music um but it was just all really isolated in that one spot so that that's the only thing uh that i had to add on top of it other than that love the place would definitely go back again yeah for sure so we go back, we go to bed, uh, wake up Sunday. We're like, all right, what are we going to do? And we knew that I was planning on dancing Sunday and Monday. Um, and so we are like, let's go to the Museum of Death. Let's get some food. And then, you know, you can go dance. So we did. We went to the Museum of Death and we didn't we didn't like it that much. It really wasn't our thing. It was more about serial killers and kind of like. Yeah. And like. There's a little section of like conspiracy theory, um, you know, 9-11, JFK stuff. But yeah, there was like graphic pictures of people murdered and I was like, all right, like I, I'm into the true crime thing, I'm but not. I never look into the actual pictures. And I saw some of them. I was like, holy shit. I was like, I feel a little like woozy in here. Yeah, so if you like true crime, if you're one of those people who, like, 
goes to sleep watching SVU, first of all, you should seek therapy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> well, kidding, SVU they, you is the no. special victims. Unit. I know it's yeah. it's a joke, Brad. Yeah. I'm just trying to be I'm trying to be witty here. It's not working. Um, but I mean, it's it just wasn't for us. And like me and DJ Life of Spice are like really like spiritual and like empathic people and me and him were just like the whole time we're like i don't fucking like this yeah when we walked into that theater room where they're like playing old like tv reels but they use their you know like footage or you know pictures of the actual crime scene me and him walked in you guys took like two steps in turned the corner and walked right back yeah it, it just wasn't for us so then we we left and we grabbed some New Orleans food. Mind you, it was super fucking hot that day. Like, I feel like that was the hottest <laughs> that, day. It was 98 degrees. With like and 100%. 100 yeah, it felt like it was like 117 degrees out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's, I think, what the, the real feel yeah. said it was. Yeah, so it was uh, Mohani. I do believe that was the name of the restaurant we went to. I don't know. It was it was close to the Museum of Death. Yeah, it's right on the corner. I think it was called Mohani. Um, we got crawfish antouffee. Me and DJ Life of Spice. Some nachos and then yeah, with crawfish shrimp. and jalapenos on it. And then you guys got that um, like crawfish salad. Yeah, with... no, it was shrimp salad, and we all just shared because it was like let's just all share food, you know. Yeah, it came um, out to. 25 bucks yeah for me and you and 25 for them so it was great and then we met um so majestic and bb met us there and they were like hey you know if it doesn't because i was planning on going to hustler because i had already worked for hustler they were like if it doesn't work out go to the executive um we know somebody that works there so the executive gentleman's club is another club on um bourbon street and i was like okay you know I'm really going to try Hustler and I'm worried because I don't, I've never heard of that club before. Um, but you know, we'll try it. So we go back home, grab my dancing stuff, drive back to Bourbon Street and then go into Hustler. And, um, I realized I forgot my, um, social security card in my, um, suitcase back at the RV. So, like fuck and they were like not I could I walked in and I was like hey are you guys looking for dancers and I could just tell by the way that they were talking to me I because I've been dancing for long enough they were not gonna hire me I just knew they they probably looked at my dreads and looked at me and were like nope we're not hiring her you know for whatever reason um so I was like well I want to actually try that other club so um, I, we called Majestic and, uh, he had the person that he knew, um, call the owner or the manager that night. And she was like, yeah, have her come in, um, you know, and we'll audition her and everything. One thing what? that I want to put before you get into that. So me and DJ Life of Spice, we drop her off. We make it to the end of the block and Mind you, they're putting up barriers everywhere because it's Essence Festival that weekend. We make it to the end of the block. She calls us and was like, um, yeah, I forgot my stuff at the no, RV. No, it was because, no, that was the next night. No, when you were trying to, when we dropped no, you I off. No, I forgot. Remember, I forgot my social security card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't we, forget my stuff because I'm walking down. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. With 
trying to find you guys and it's 117 degrees and I have in my hands I have all of my dancer clothes and all of my like my big ass boots in my hand I'm walking down Bourbon Street during Essence Fest everyone's looking at me like I'm terrified because I'm by myself yeah so we pull we get to the end of that block we make it down to a corner and realize we are about to run out of gas so i'm like you go get gas i'm gonna go get her so i tracked her down with our uh life 360 and yeah we made it back she got everything taken care of but that was a fun little spinoff of yeah craziness it was pretty it was it was dramatic it was a very dramatic evening for me but anyways so um, it was a really nice club. The manager was super, super awesome. Shout out to, uh, you know, Executive Gentlemen's Club. If you guys are ever on Bourbon Street or in New Orleans, check them out. Um, they have two spinning poles. It's super fun in there. Um, it's the, the rooms are really nice. Uh, the, the changing room is super nice. Uh, they have like a house mom and she's got food. And overall, it was just a really good experience. Because it was my first time, like, really travel dancing. I mean, I know I traveled at Erie sometimes, but, like, really, really travel dancing. And um, I just remember at the end of the night, so it was Essence Fest, like Brad had mentioned. And it was the last night, and it's 4 a.m., and we're getting ready to, like, check out. And I walk up, because, like, Bourbon Street, obviously, you guys know where people throw the beads and stuff like that. Um, They have the balconies, and I walk out on the balcony, and it's just, like, 4 a.m. and people are still partying and there's like pure pandemonium and I just remember being like wow I am experiencing something awesome and amazing (laughs) so um yeah that was it was super cool to dance there and the girls were really nice um and it was just an overall really really good experience so um I get back at like 4 a.m. and everyone's asleep um what did you you guys play a game or something? Yeah, we it's called Rummy Cube. So it's like die or dominoes mixed with like simple math, and it's really just brain strategy. And I end up winning. They taught me how to play, and on the third game, I got like some ridiculous hundred and sixty points. And yeah, we just we stayed up until three o'clock in the morning playing that game. So everybody in the next, we know the life of spices. We've, we've been traveling with them and doing events with them for years now. So we know that they sleep in just like we sleep in. So the next morning we get up. I like, was every morning, the first person. Up. We, we get up at like 12 or one and we get our coffee and you know, we're talking and stuff. Monday yeah. night, um, you went and danced again, I but did. we, uh, we got invited over to Majestic's and BB's house because literally across the street from their house is where they hold the biggest fireworks show in new orleans so we went over we watched fireworks uh they had food they had friends over and we hung out there until like one in the morning and then um we picked you up from work yeah because i got i just left early because i was like it's it's 1 30 i just need rest so, um, yeah, so the next morning we get up around like 1 p.m. and we get ready to go to the hotel because we're going to check in early. Um, and then we have a podcast meet and greet at 4.30 uh, and like content creator yeah. meet and greet. 
So uh, that was over at the, please help me remember the name of Montalone. Carousel Bar. The Hotel Montalone with the famous Carousel Bar, yeah. right? Um, so we go over there and we meet. So who who is there? So the Accidental Swingers. Accidental Swingers. Uh, the, the, the Sensational Unicorn. Yes. Um, Miami Swings. Evolve Your Intimacy was there with um, her partner and then... She had brought um, some other content creators. They're like in the kink sphere. Yeah. And then friends from home. Aha. Uh-huh. Gianessa. <laughs> we, we run into them. Hump day quickies. Yeah. We walk in and I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing to see you guys on the, you know, southern part of the United States. I was like, Cleveland here representing. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Miami Swings ended up, ended up showing up. Yeah. And... They're awesome. He is. Oh, God. He's a riot. (laughs) I love. I loved chatting. So he's British. And if you guys haven't heard Miami Swings, they do like a video podcast. And he is just he lights up a room when he walks into a room like he's just that type of person that really is just like so charismatic. And, And his wife is like this sweet little like, oh, my God, like really quiet and sweet and just like her name's Angel and she's just like the sweetest girl and he's just like this charismatic, open, very like just fun guy. Brad got a kiss from him. No, I kissed him. Oh, you did kiss yeah, him. He yes. was like, give me a kiss on the cheek. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and he was saying how handsome DJ Life of Spice was. Um, but um, did we miss anybody that was there? I think that was everyone. Yeah. I mean, if we did, we're sorry. Uh, we're trying to pull back on memories that you know, uh, we took our time uh, to record this. <laughs> we took a whole week. <laughs> we did. So, um, so that was fun, but we were really, really fucking hungry. So they had planned at the Nopsy Hotel. They had planned that, you know, said, okay, the um, Naughty New Orleans, on, it was on the schedule, you know, everybody goes. So we made the reservation and we get there and we sit down and 10 minutes go by, 20 minutes go by and we're like, fucking starving we're ravaged at this point like, all of us so, were in a very shitty mood we were so but we were being hungry. nice to each other but we were all on edge we're like we're all absolutely starving <laughs> so 45 dude, minutes 45 minutes we sat there no drink they gave us water but like no drink no bread no nothing like we were just like okay so we physically get up and we walk out. We're just like, if it's if it's taking 45 minutes for our food, it's like definitely going to take 45 minutes or way longer than that or, you know, for a drink. Yeah, we like, heard that people that had stayed there, it was like nearly three hours. Yeah. And we knew that. I mean, I'm in the restaurant. I was in the restaurant industry for a long time. I knew how it was. So we're like, let's go just grab something quick. So we're walking around New Orleans. Everything's closed because it's 4th of July. So finally, we just find this little pizza shop. We get some salads. You guys get some pizzas. All is right with the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We were quiet, stuffing our faces. And then we all walked out. We're like, (sighs) okay, we feel better. Because we were all in. I was literally shaking because my blood sugar was like low. I hadn't eaten anything that day. I think I was just running on Red Bulls and Dr. Pepper. Yeah. So, um, we ended up going back life of spice. They had to take their animals out and they were, they planned on coming back in the morning. 
Um, so we, Brad and I ended up deciding to go to Colette's for the, it was like the free night that they, yeah, yeah. the early. So on night. our, uh, naughty New Orleans badges that have, you know, for us, it said speaker. Um, and then, you know, it'd say guest and it's got your name on it with your partner's name and where you're from. So we ended up going to Colette's. We walk in, we realize that we are the youngest people there by like 20 years. Yeah, that would be 25, 30 would probably be more accurate. Yeah, it um, was, yeah. It was packed. Um, we just were like, you know, we didn't see something from across the room that were like, all right, we're going to go talk to these people. So we walked around downstairs and then we walked around upstairs and went back down and she's like, you want to go to Bourbon Street? I'm like, let's just go party <laughs> on Bourbon Street. We're not ever. We knew that like when not once Naughty started, we weren't going to be able to do that. And so we were like, let's go to Bourbon Street. Like, let's just go and find a bar and just listen to music, do something. So that's what we did. We walked down Bourbon Street. Yeah, we first place we went, it was called the, the Bandstand. It had live music. And they yeah, were they great. were doing like covers so you would you know give them tips and they were taking requests but they had their own like set list on their phone um which is really cool did you see how they had those holders on their microphone stands yeah. where they could like read the lyrics as yeah, they were cool. going through we had fun there and then we walked down more and we see um a gay bar and i'm like yeah. can we please go and he's like and they were doing karaoke and yeah oh, oh was it oz Oz and yeah. I am obsessed with karaoke at gay bars because I always just sing bangers for them <laughs> and they get really excited and if you do not know Kylie was a theater child I was and, yeah I was going to go to school she, for theater she's got some pipes on her she can sing she doesn't sing, sing around the house or anything it's only if there's a karaoke thing going on I sing around the house when Brad's not home but um <laughs> Anyways, so we were dancing, uh, there was, you know, the, the community was out and, um, you know, we were just, I felt very safe there. Uh, it was like, I don't know. I always feel safe in gay bars because I got hit on so much. You did. Because <laughs> it was, hot. it was flattering. The bartender kept calling me baby. He was in a cowboy hat and a G string. Mm, <laughs> yes, it was, it was fun. That was I was really, really happy with that experience as opposed to staying at Colette's because it just would have been a lot of awkward conversation and just like boring and at least we had fun. Um, and then we went back to the hotel room and turned on South Park and had really hot sex. And yeah. that was our, you know, first half of our experience at Naughty in New Orleans. Um, we're going to go over the whole entire event ne uh, next week's episode. But uh, overall, I had a lot of fun in the beginning. Yeah, it was a it was a good start. Um, kind of just winged it once we got there, and uh, and we ended up being able to see some fireworks because when we were in the hotel room getting ready for Colette's, you could see them from our window because we had a really good view of uh, Bourbon Street. So no, not Bourbon Street, uh, Royal Street. Oh, Royal Street. Yeah. yeah. So I do believe it's the Lakeside. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up being able to see some fireworks. So overall, it was a good for 4th of July uh, couple of days. The dancing was good. Uh, 
Okay, and stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk all about the event Naughty in New Orleans.